0: Welcome to the Health Trip Podcast. My name is Jill Foose. I'm a functional medicine and integrative nutrition health coach. I created this podcast to bring you along as we travel down intriguing science packed roads, debunking old medical paradigms and perusing new innovative therapies and modalities with the finest functional medicine doctors, practitioners, and like-minded biohackers while living our best life. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the health trip podcast. If you are new to my channel or to my podcast or your new follower, I just want to briefly um, introduce myself. So I am a national board certified health and wellness coach. I am a functional medicine health coach, an integrative nutrition health coach, a carnivore coach, and a supplement specialist. So lots of titles, but I like to think of myself as a guide for my clients, helping them navigate a root cause approach to their health concerns. health goals, and longevity plan. And there's a lot of information floating out around there um, in the health and wellness space that is very confusing and overwhelming and can be quite expensive. Um, So I'm sort of a guide helping my clients take the guessing out of their health equation and really pivoting towards um, a direction where they're going to thrive. My specialty is supporting midlife women like myself going through perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. But I do also um, have general health coaching for men and young adults. Um, but I also have a passion for hair growth, um, hair loss, and hair growth. So, and that's why I'm here today to talk about my part two of my hair loss to hair growth journey. So if you're listening to this episode, you're most likely tuning in because you're experiencing some sort of hair loss, hair shedding, um, and hair thinning. And I suggest you go back and listen to episode number 29, where I talk about my hair loss to hair growth journey, part one. So why am I here? Why am I here talking about part two? Why is there a part two? Great question. So just a very brief recap on my part one because again, I want you to go back and listen to that other episode. So I've been dealing with hair loss and hair thinning on and off for over 25 years. And it started when I had half of my thyroid removed. So a partial thyroidectomy about 25 years ago. I also had um, given birth to five children. I had stress from a divorce that was about five years ago. Um, And then I entered menopause um, about a year ago, a little more than a year ago. When I was younger, my hair just grew back. I actually didn't even really hyper-focus on it like I am now. Um, it stabilized and then something would trigger an episode of hair shedding and then it would come back and stabilize. And there could be years in between these um, these episodes. So I didn't really put much thought into them back then. But when I turned 50, I really noticed a difference. I was not bouncing back with um, hair growth. And That's when I really started to take a deeper dive into my overall health and my hair loss and what was going on and what are the things I could do. I did a lot of testing. I tried a lot of supplements, and I um, did a lot of different protocols. And Again, all of that is in episode 29, so go back and listen to that. Last October 2022 marked my one-year anniversary of turning my hair thinning around and having excellent hair growth. So this was about a year in the making of stacking certain protocols, which I talk about again in the episode. And I really had um, a lot of luxurious curls, thickness, uh, no chronic shedding for one solid year. So that was really big since turning 50. Um, and normal shedding is about 80 to 100 years a day. I was having like major shedding. Um in November of 2022, after I made a change in one part of my protocol. So I decided to simplify my protocol by making this one change, which I'm going to share what I did, and it triggered a massive shedding and a section of my hair that I can always tell um, when I'm in a good space or a bad space with my hair, because it literally will be a bald spot, which is if you're on my YouTube channel, I'm pulling my hair back and you can see where I've all this little growth right here on my upper left side, my temple, a little above my temple. And now it's like really filled in because of the things I've redone. Um, but when that goes bald, I know I'm in a really bad situation. So. Last October 22 marks my one year anniversary of successful uh, hair growth. And by November of 22, after I made one simple change, I started noticing um, a triggering of massive shedding and um, hair thinning again. So there's no one magic pill when it comes to growing hair. If anyone tells you there's a magic pill, run and find somebody else to work with. This is a stacked protocol. And I'm gonna go over those three buckets that I focus on in my practice with my clients. So as a health coach, I work on lifestyle intervention, but I happen to know a lot of uh, amazing doctors in in the space and I could refer people out because I do think it's important to not only work on your lifestyle, but you've got to have the proper medical attention as well for hair loss. Um, So when I talk about reversing hair loss, the three main buckets that I focus on Um, and I will get back to that one change that I made, but the three buckets that I focus on are lifestyle intervention. intervention. So that's your diet, your stress management, um, your exposure to environmental toxins, exercising, and sleep. So all of these things really matter when it comes to growing healthy hair. The second bucket is correcting your micronutrient deficiencies. So this is something that all of us have. Micronutrients are vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and fatty acids, and some other nutrients. And one of the best ways to find out if you are deficient in any of these inside your cell is to take a micronutrient test, which is a test that I include in all of my health coach packages. I think it is one of the most incredible tests out there because it really helps you establish um, how to personalize your approach to supplementation if needed. And quite frankly, we all need some level of supplementation, um, but it's just a matter of what is that unique equation for you? What is the dose? What is the form of the um Supplement. And so I really like this test. It's a blood test. I have it done once a year. So I trigger this massive shedding by this one change, which I'm going to go over. And I went back and had a micronutrient test. Um, I was due for my annual one anyway. And I could reassess well, what's going on in a cellular level in terms of um, triggering, um, not supporting hair growth the way I wanted it to. So the third bucket is medical support, and I talked about that a few minutes ago, how it's really important to have a medical doctor who really specializes in hair loss on your team as well, whether it's a functional medicine doctor or um, a conventional medical doctor. Um, But I always refer my clients out to someone to work alongside with me on those uh, lifestyle interventions and uh, micronutrient deficiencies. So for myself, I didn't have anything to change in my lifestyle. Bucket number one, my lifestyle has been great. I have optimal sleep. I eat over 100 grams of protein a day. I'm animal based. I get in those healthy fats. Um, and I used to be a carnivore, but now I'm more animal based. So I do bring in some, um, a variety of plant based foods, but the ones that work for me, they don't all work for everybody. I redid the micronutrient test, like I said, bucket number two, and I did show some some functional deficiencies in terms of micronutrients that really make a difference in in terms of creating energy inside your cell. So let's just go back to biology class real quick every cell has mitochondria in it. The mitochondria are the powerhouses of your cell. They take the nutrients from your diet and from supplements that you're taking and they convert them into ATP, which is your energy currency. So as we age and as you go through menopause, for example, for me, um, and as I'm an aging midlife woman, my mitochondria are not only in less number, but they're less in strength as well. (laughs) So the whole point is for me to optimize my mitochondria, because if I don't have enough energy to do all the things my body needs to do to keep me alive, guess what? I don't need hair to survive. So hair is of no concern to my mitochondria when it is not optimized with enough energy. So I want to make sure that they are super functional. Um, And then I took some blood work to retest hormone status with my functional medicine MD. So that's bucket number three. That's my part of my medical team. And genetically, I am predisposed to my testosterone converting to something called DHT. And my DHT is always running high. DHT is dihydrotestosterone. All women have it. It is, um, we have specific androgens uh, in our, um, as part of our hormonal makeup. Um, it's not just for men. And when testosterone converts to DHT into a, a very high level, that is a trigger for your hair follicle to release the hair and shed massive amounts of hair. So my DHT happened to be higher than usual. So now I have to think about, all right, well, if my DHT is high, how am I going to shut down that conversion from Testosterone to DHT. There's an enzyme in the middle called 5-alpha reductase enzyme. And that's the how the conversion process um, happens. So it's a little sciencey, a little geeky, but the whole point is if you are someone who is with a good doctor and testing your DHT levels and you have high DHT and you don't do anything about it, you're going to shed hair chronically and consistently. And it's never going to stop. You have to shut down that conversion. Um, so Let's talk about the one thing I changed back in October that triggered this massive shedding. Among all the things that I do, I also take oral, um, I take, I use topical minoxidil. It's a compounded minoxidil formula that I use. So it's not the one you buy on um, over the counter, like 5% or two and a half percent. It's not a foam or a gel. I use it from a compounded pharmacy that has to be ordered by my medical doctor, my functional medicine doctor. And I use 30 drops in the morning and 30 drops in the evening. And I did that for over a year and it really worked wonders on my hair. It's not for everybody, but it. It's drying on the scalp, doesn't make my scalp dry, but it's not goopy or sticky. So in terms of like styling my hair, it worked out great with my lifestyle and it was super easy. Um, So I decided, well, my hair has been super stable for a year, maybe a little over a year. Maybe I'm going to try to get away from just using the topical formula and I'm going to go to just oral. So I switched from stopped the topical twice a day whole turkey, and at on the same day, I switched to um, oral minoxidil. I thought, all right, I'm already taking supplements. I'm just going to add in one more little pill a day, and then I don't have to use the topical anymore. So it, was, it seemed like a really good idea. However, One of the other medical professionals on my hair loss team didn't tell me that this should be a slow transition done over maybe six or nine months, that I shouldn't just stop one thing, cold turkey, and do the other. And I should have known better. I mean, this is what I do for a living. I help guide people based on dosing and supplementation and protocols. You know, I I asked the... um, the best experts in the field. And I I try to get all the nuances down because when you go to doctors, they don't tell you everything, right? There is a little bit of due diligence you have to do on your part. So I noticed after I stopped the twice daily topical minoxidil formula and switched to the one-time daily pill, of oral minoxidil. A month later, my hair was shedding like crazy in with by two months. So by December of 2022, this spot right here was completely bald again. It's literally like I did nothing. I went back to square one from almost a year to a year and a half ago. So that October 2022, one year anniversary, I was now back at um, my baseline. And so you can only imagine how devastating this was for me. Um, to have to start over. And on top of that, I have, my oldest son is getting married in June, mid June of 2023. So this year, so I know more than most people, how long it takes to grow my hair back. It takes a long time, you know, six to 12 months, right. To see any kind of difference. And I had six months. So I was thinking, all right, I'm going to have to go back to my original protocol of the twice daily, Uh, topical minoxidil compounded formula. I'm going to continue with the oral minoxidil as a backup. And now I'm going to add in two more sort of biohacking protocols I haven't tried before just to give my hair a boost. And I, if I w- didn't have the wedding coming up, I would have never done these things because I know my hair is healthy and will grow back. My hair follicles are healthy, right? Just because they shed more um, chronically doesn't mean that they're not capable of growing hair back. Um, so I knew I, I didn't panic when all of this happened. I just reassessed, took a deep breath and knew that I had you know, more months of hair growth ahead of me. So um the two treatments I picked out were VidiPure and AlmaTed. So VidiPure is a treatment um kind of like PRP injections. So if you've ever done PRP injections on your scalp, you know that they can be pretty painful. Um I did two rounds of those maybe 3 years ago. They didn't do much for me, but back then I also wasn't doing all the other stacked protocol that I do now. So VidiPure is a special compound drawn from umbilical core tissues with a high concentration of growth factors. The VidiPure formula undergoes minimal chemical manipulation, so it contains thousands of active uh, growth um, factors, 28 types of collagen, lipids, hyaluronic acid, um, proteins, nucleic acid, and other biological materials that stimulate cellular regeneration and tissue healing. So these are injections on your scalp my functional medicine MD did this procedure for me. And I did this back in, um, in the end of January. And, uh, you you, normally, they want you to do three rounds of it. I was just going to do one round and see how I did. And I'm going to show you a picture. Let me share my screen here. All right. So if you're not on my YouTube channel, you can't see this. So if you can get over there. So here's a picture of what my balding spot looked like prior to the vidi injection treatment. So you can see that it re- this used to be all filled in like what I've been showing you, but it went down to this. It was really, really devastating. All right. So this was before I did anything in January, and this was the end of January of 2023 that I did the injections about, I'm going to show you another picture, about three weeks later, I already had all of this hair growth. Look at this. I mean, these are not just baby hairs. There's some length on hair. So really starting to fill in literally three weeks after I had the Vidipur. So how does this differ from PRP? So um, the PRP, I'm going to read um, a note from a scientific, um, journal. Platelet rich plasma is a component of the human blood with a high concentration of the growth factors responsible for most of your body's healing and growth process. Wait, let me stop sharing this. A small sample of your blood is drawn. The PRP is isolated and then injected into areas on your scalp. And the growth factors in the PRP serum improve blood circulation to the scalp and activate the dormant hair follicles, helping you achieve dense, dense and luscious hair. So both treatments require multiple sessions, about a month apart. And um, like I said, I've tried the PRP and the VidiPure worked miracles over the PRP for me in within three weeks showing you that picture um, a huge substantial difference. All right, so let's get on to the Alma Ted. So Alma Ted is um, a more expensive treatment. It's about $2,400 to $3,500 for three sessions and they're one month apart. So definitely more pricey. It is a trans epidermal delivery system. It's non-invasive, so no needles, no pain, no numbing required. Uh, It's for hair growth treatment. It's for hair shedding, hair loss, and hair thinning. So I fall into all three of those buckets. It uses an ultrasound-based system that uses sound waves and air pressure to enhance the penetration of a powerful topical hair growth formula into the scalp. It increases blood flow, optimizes scalp health, and stimulates hair follicles to produce thicker, stronger, and healthier hair. The protocol is three rounds, like I said, one month apart, and there is zero pain. And there's no downtime, by the way. It takes about 20, 25 minutes, and I am back on Zoom you know, within an hour. Um, for my clients. Um, what else can I say about that? All right. Oh, it, it, yeah, the one thing about all of that is you cannot um, take a shower for 24 hours, but who cares? It's it's drying on your scalp. There's nothing goopy, there's nothing messy. You can go out that night. Um, so it's 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 amazing. So now let me show you a picture. Of after the Alma Ted. This is after my first round of Alma Ted. And look at all of this here. Okay. Yes, I had the VidiPure Pure before, which I recommend. I recommend doing either the PRP or the VidiPure Pure before you're going to do the Alma TED because it is just giving you a, a boost of more growth factors in your scalp and on your hair follicle. Um, so I'm all in for, you know, if you're going to go down this path, stacking different protocols. But really look at this filled in. So this, this picture here is about six weeks after the Vidy Pure and about one, about three weeks after my first round of alma's head. Um, so really just substantial, incredible hair growth there. And here I can show you except for all my little gray hairs coming in, which I guess is a good sign. You can see how full my hair looks if you're on the YouTube channel. So not just baby hairs, there is about an inch growth and this is about eight weeks in, so really substantial. All right, so let's go back to um, just a recap here. you've gotta do bucket number one, the lifestyle intervention, right? You've gotta get your diet down, get rid of the seed oils, get rid of the pro-inflammatory foods. Um, Gluten could be inflammatory for you. Dairy could be inflammatory for you. Sugars can be inflammatory for you. So, And and if you're not eating enough animal-based protein, um, you really have to optimize your protein intake. And I talk a lot about protein intake on a lot of my other um, podcast episodes, and I have blog posts on them as well bucket number two you got to get a micronutrient test right you can't just start taking all these supplements and um, because your your friend your neighbor your workout partner takes things and it works for them you have to personalize this approach and you have to really look into what um, what levels of micronutrient deficiencies do you have and then how to pivot your supplement protocol based on that information along with blood work so the blood work is the third bucket your medical provider. Have a good medical provider, one that's not going to dismiss you, one that's understanding, one that has the latest science on hair growth, who understands taking a deeper dive into labs as well. All right, so I hope this sheds some light on what it takes to grow your hair. If you're genetically predisposed to losing hair, thinning hair, or chronic shedding, um, if you're going through menopause, if it's um, it could be stress related as well but how to start boosting your hair growth and the lesson here is if things are working for you don't change them like i did don't try to simplify things things are working for a reason and um, i will rest assured i will never change any of my protocols again and these protocols are lifelong so if you're on a hair growth journey you know strap on some good shoes because you know it is it is lifelong and it's not about getting stable and then getting off whatever you're doing. It's all things, all in 100% of the time and staying compliant. Um, Maybe you're not going to do all the technical modalities that I have chosen because they can be expensive. But if nothing else, you've really got to build that um, solid foundation. So you can find out more information about my hair growth journey and listen to a slew of other podcasts I have on, on hair growth as well. Scalp health. um, I think number episode number 42 on scalp health with Karen Gordon, who's the director of cosmetology USA for the world trichology society talks about the importance of um, your scalp health and products to use tips. And um, she also debunks some myths about scalp health. Episode number 32, I have on red light therapy with Dr. Michael Rabin, and he is the inventor of the laser cap, which is one of the first, the, the first uh, professional grade red light therapy cap, which is the one I use every day for 20 minutes. And um, he sheds a lot of current science on um. The use of red light therapy on hair follicles, that is another protocol I always suggest to my clients. And then I have different um another podcast with Dr. Alan Bauman, who is one of the world's leading experts on hair loss. And he talks about that DHT that we talked about, that I talked about here, right? That dihydrotestosterone and different medications and natural approaches to block that DHT conversion. So that is episode number 34. So I welcome you to go back to my website, to my podcast, wherever you enjoy listening to um, podcasts or the YouTube channel and check these episodes out and do your due diligence, dive deep and find a good medical provider if you struggle with the lifestyle components, hire a health coach. Maybe it's not me, but maybe it's someone else, but get that down pat. That that is the most important. You can't build a house if you don't have a foundation. You can't grow healthy hair if you don't have a healthy foundation. And so thank you again for listening in on my hair loss to hair growth part two journey. And um, feel free to reach out for a free consultation at jillfusswellness.com. And I look forward to providing you with even more podcasts and blogs on hair growth. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Lifestyle changes can be hard and overwhelming to make. By building your support team of functional medicine doctors, therapists, and health coaches, you can reach your optimal health goals. Be sure to check out my other podcasts. Until we meet again, stay healthy.